couple of days ago, a person reached out to me and was saying that um, that person was at the end of their wits. They could not handle life as they called it. And all I could say was hang in there. Because I was going through questioning God about this. Because each week I preach to you. But it seems to be pointless. Maybe on Sunday you hear the word and maybe you built up but then nothing has changed. And I'm preaching the same thing over and over again. And I told God, I said, I know your word says that Paul had to go through this, Peter had to go through this, but I told him that I'm sick of this. I said, there has to be a change. And this is when this person told me all their problems and God ministered to that person and he's going to minister to you today. And for the last uh, six weeks or so, I've been teaching you about the fear of God. But I find that it is pointless because there is no change. I said, what, what is happening? I said to the Lord, what, why is it that the truth is not setting these people free? Why is there no difference? As I see in me, where I can honestly and confidently say that my name is in the book of life and I can see the work that the Lord is doing in me. I'm not perfect, but I'm better than all of you. Huh? Two hundred is a joke. Eh? You're supposed to laugh. And especially since it's your birthday, yes? But do you understand? Meaning Jesus is real to me. Why is he then not real to you? And if he's real to you, then there is all the more danger in you ignoring him. So I said, what gifts? This was my questioning to God. He told me to talk about certain things that he administered to and I'm sharing them with you. And this is called truth and fear and the connection between truth and fear. This is not a talk that anybody else has given or are copied and pasted. This is, again, I never do that. So I would suggest you don't do that with this talk either. Because this is a ministry unto you. It's like me handing prayer book to you and saying pray this in. That's like copying and pasting something. No. This is a ministry. This is real. And take this and change it. Change what? Your life. Now, Because I was talk, telling the Lord Paul didn't have this problem. The apostle. 
Peter didn't have this problem. The apostle again. John didn't have this problem. Not me, the other guy, yes. The guy in the Bible, yes. Yeah, no, I don't have this problem, yes. So I said, what, what's the secret? In Deuteronomy 29, 29, it says what? The secret of the Lord? What does it say? Belongs to him, but that's real to us, is ours, and for our children, yes? And Jesus said, what, in John 8, 32, what is the truth will? set you free yes and this is the truth of what has been revealed to me about why we are not changing I said to the Lord I said the f- is that lack of fear of God is lack of love it's a combination of both yes but it's more and there's a principle there's a key to this and that is what I'm going to be talking about if you go to Matthew 24 42 Jesus said watch therefore for you do not know the hour your Lord will come yes so Jesus said what what wear a watch yes seriously why do you wear a watch to know the time you should know the time and the season yes I'm joking. Jesus never said wear a watch here. But did you understand? Yes. But here it says what? You do not know what hour the Lord will come. And people make grandiose movies about this. The thief in the night and what not. But as I went through in the Bible study, we are not of darkness and the day of the Lord does not come as a thief in the night. In other words, we are completely aware of what is going to happen and what is happening. Yes? The problem is human beings, that is you and me, yes? We do a good job at making what is simple very, very complicated. So complicated that you need double PhDs to even wrap your head around one word. That is not how God intended for it to be. How many of you know what is going to happen? First hand from reading the Bible. You know from this teacher, that teacher, that teacher on all kind of Google knowledge will lead to what? As I said, fakery, bakery. Maybe you're convinced of that and that, but what is convinced you? Somebody else is teaching? That's why I'm telling you, God has placed you in a church. Study the word and ask questions. Not that I know all the answers, but if the Lord is going to minister to you, He's going to give you the answers, yes? And I have told somebody, I don't know whom, in the years that I started ministering, Not once have I been stumped. Why? Not because I am so wise and intelligent. No, because I ask God for this and I download what God has said about this. Do you understand? I don't depend on 
what i know or my intelligence or my intellect for that matter or for my knowledge yes so says watch therefore yes to know the season i talked about paul the apostle i talked about john peter all the people in the new testament what were they looking for what was the key and i'll tell you right away it was the return of jesus that was their hope that went even beyond their death and because the bible tells us to keep our mind on the things above where where your treasure is there your heart will be yes if you don't have that in your mind then there's no point in learning all the things because all you will do is build up knowledge and that's a waste of space those who know me will understand what i'm saying you have been given a finite amount of space don't fill it up with useless knowledge fill it up with the knowledge of god yes who gives that google or god do you understand what i'm saying yes and don't be so haughty and wise to know the things that you should not even it doesn't come under your purview if it doesn't change you what's the point in that do you do you understand yes so i told you about this goal that i used to keep as a general manager of a hotel that was a common goal whether you're the owner of the hotel or you're the bellboy or the janitor that was that when a customer leaves a guest leaves when he goes out the door he should have in mind that he should come back so the owner should do what he can do in his capacity everybody must do what they do in, the, in their capacity to do including the person who is handling the door yes he should not shut the door on people leaving yes saying good riddance <laughs> and they fall down yeah to understand yeah don't do that unless you're doing it biblically yeah do you understand but here that is a common goal yes as for me i have set this goal spiritually according to the bible not according to my emotions according to what i know from the bible and the what the bible has taught me the first one is to make sure that my name is in the book of life do you understand that yes the second thing is to make sure second goal is to make sure that it stays written in the book of life because i don't want jesus who's promised to blot things away if this this doesn't happen paul says what work out your salvation with fear and trembling 
with those people who say once saved always saved i agree with them yes nobody can steal you away from god but you can walk away and this is the danger you know the truth you say you know the truth but you're walking away and the truth doesn't make any difference to you see there was a bible study yesterday and the day before yesterday now on the end times to so that it'll be clear and i've talked about the end times i think three or four times what you must understand is from genesis to revelation it is talking about one person and that person is jesus in the old testament it is his first coming that people were looking forward to and when he came they missed it do you want to say how do you know all this you read john chapter 1 it says that but from genesis chapter 3 to the false prophet balam we studied yesterday that this has been prophesied you find in the book of isaiah there's a prophecy talking about his first coming and then there's a prophecy about his second coming the book of joel talks about his second coming you need to know all that without knowing all that and you read the book of revelation you're going to have funky revelations and if you come up to me with those i'll give you a piece of my mind which is the lord's mind so you, you you're good yes because for the most part i have been derascalized amen all at least i think i have yeah so the coming of the messiah was the old testament and the return of the lord jesus christ is what kept peter paul john anchored to that faith that they had jesus spoke about that even jesus for the joy set before him endured the cross to understand he looked beyond even death to the day of the lord that he's going to come back and make everything new when peter was talking at the after the pentecost he said there will be times of refreshing from the hands of the lord what does that mean starts then and goes until the day of the lord when everything is going to be made new how is it applicable to you well you're not a rascal anymore you have the power to say no to the chocolate in the fridge you see a difference in your life do you understand and if you go to hebrews 10:25-26 not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as in the manner of some 
but exhorting one another what is supposed to when you ex- when you assemble exhort one another not say what about me what about me and think only of yourself what about your brother and sister who are going through something maybe you can help them because iron sharpens iron what if i thought what about me what about me sitting here as a pastor how am i different don't put me on a pedestal you wouldn't want that no yesterday my old boss was he showed me a video of switzerland you know and um, i don't know i think uh, anyway what uh, so he's like you know i said i miss switzerland i miss my heart skipping a beat when i see the beauty that the lord has made i miss all that so he said why don't you then go back and visit that place i said to him i want to i wish that is my desire but i'm doing a greater thing and my rest is from the lord yes but what i'm doing if i leave and take a vacation that is not going to work you understand what i'm saying then he said even the best doctors take a vacation once in a while i said that's the difference between being a doctor and being a shepherd which shepherd will go on a vacation when the wolves are attacking I'm saying ah that's not my problem she will not be there yes when he comes back from vacation yes whether he goes to switzerland or antarctica it doesn't matter yeah do you understand yes then he understood what i'm saying yes so the thing is we call to exhort one another yes as so much more as we see the day approaching if you don't see the day approaching how can you exhort each other and because we don't see that day approaching we only think about ourselves and say what is going on where are you god are you really there what about me stop feeling sorry for yourself and calling yourself a christian and spreading this stupidity with other people and calling it the gospel this is not good news this is not good news as you see the day approaching there are people who are looking for that day approaching even now and i see them holding on no matter what is going on in their life do you understand i have taught you about what to fear it says for if we sin willfully verse 26 after we have received the knowledge of truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins this is the danger you say you know the truth yet you sinning willfully according to the word will there be a sacrifice valid to cover that 
this is danger. Don't fall away. I keep telling you that. Presumptuous sin, sins that happen accidentally, yes. They happen. But we get right with God. And even if you sin and you know it's a sin, you're supposed to what? Get right with God, yes? Not continue sinning for the grace is not a license to sin, is it? But what is the church doing? And how are we going to get in other people to understand the difference that the Lord makes in their life when you continue the stupidity called sin? When God has given you the authority and power over it. The other day I was ministering to somebody who got so many things jumbled up that when the good approach approaches them, they say no and push all the good away. I said, what does Hebrews 4.12 say? That the word of God divides asunder from the soul and the marrow and it's a discerner of all thoughts and intents of men. That includes women, yes? Do you understand? If you don't have the word of God, how will you know what is good and bad? You will be in danger of calling bad good and good bad. Do you understand? So do we see the day approaching? I'm not telling you to answer me, but this is the key. This is what kept Peter. This is what kept Paul. They looked at that day approaching. No matter what happened. Of course, you find even in the life of Paul, he's being perfected. Initially, he had a problem with Barnabas concerning whom? John Mark, yes? But you find towards the end of his life, he's not the same person. Why? Because he has been de-rascalized. Why? Because he joined the coach in Lampstand, yes? No, but you understand what I'm saying, yes? So as I was talking to God about this, but I hate to... I'm reluctant to say talking to God because you'll think I'm being spooky, yeah? But I have conversation with God, yes? I don't talk to myself, yeah? I talk to God, yes? Sometimes someone will ask me, what are you saying? I said, I'm not talking to you. Do you understand? But those times I'm kidding, yeah? I'm just joking with her. The other day, or last Sunday, I was telling Anshu that I'll sit with God and I'll bargain with him. You know, I think she was, her mind was blown, yes? How can you bargain with God when he has already said no? As kids, I don't know, if they want to go for a movie, what do they do? And you say no. They'll sit and ask, I did. And if my dad or mom, whether they said no or yes, I would make sure that I would see the movies. But my kids are not like that, yes? Hallelujah. But... We bargain. Why are you smiling, Alvin? <laughs> huh? uh, don't get ideas. Huh? I'm talking about the unsaved. You're not unsaved, yes? Remember ransom. Jesus died as a ransom, yes? Huh. Anyway, 
I'll come to that word. Yes, ransom. Yes. But what was I talking about? Marvel, huh? What? Ah, bargaining with God. Yes. God said, no. I said, let me talk to him. So I sat with God. Even when I saw her, I... Again, I think I said, what, yesterday I think it was? I don't know. Whenever I said, the Lord is still saying no. But this morning the Lord said, maybe. I see a glimmer. I've been sitting there talking. I said, I don't know. I'm sitting there. He said, no. It's not like I've said no. It is written in his decree and it's written in stone. What was written in stone? His laws were. Am I breaking his laws? No. Do you do you understand we have a father in heaven whom you can talk to and have a conversation with. And if you don't do that, how can you hope for that day that Jesus is coming because you see all the ugliness around you. I've spoken about that. How do you overcome that? The golden rule. How do you get there? Only if you fill with the spirit. Otherwise, to understand you will give them a piece of your mind not God's mind yes the lord said what the vengeance vengeance is his he will repay coming back to this i was talking to god but not actively i was like okay you know that you know i know you know you know that i know so do something this is how i talk to god yeah so i mean Sometimes when I ask I don't hear anything okay I said okay I'll wait because I'm persistent with this and if he says no and I know for sure he's very serious then okay I said okay then I'll do but this morning and I was talking I said mm, let's see I see a glimmer of light so I'm going to pursue this even further do you understand this is our father yes you have to know what is in stone and what is not how do you know that hebrews foretold again yes the discerner of all things to understand yes hallelujah so i was talking to god about what is going on in the church and the lord gave me a scripture which had nothing to do with how i thought i should talk or what you know i'm mean like this has got nothing to do with anything yeah but go to mark 10:9 says for who saying this jesus yes those of you who have the red letter bible know that jesus is saying this is for It says what therefore God is joined together let not man put asunder all the time i've heard this was about marriage and divorce yes so i said what kind of scriptures is god but i know god has given this to me and i am not going to question him about this yeah because i know god said this so i was meditating on this and i believe that it goes beyond a marriage in that we as humans should not cause any hindrance to god's plans 
what God has put together let not man put asunder put separate yes and then it dawned on me this is the answer for what i was looking for or the understanding of see for the most part we don't want to mess with god's plans yes we don't want yes but we inadvertently do that to just that especially when it comes to the plans and purposes god has for our life in other words we know we shouldn't do that but we sin anyway do you see where i'm going with this yes how then can his plans prevail how can we be confident that he reigns in our life when we do this kind of nonsense well we have to stop how do we stop first be filled with the holy spirit yes because by yourself you cannot say no to understand and this being filled with the holy spirit is not a secret sauce of a secret recipe if you ask our father will give do you understand yes and second is respect him whom god and the holy spirit meaning have fear and love respect him honor him and walk with him do you understand yes and then this is the thing i'm talking about today keep your eyes on the things about looking for jesus's return do you want as you walk that is your goal yes in other words get de-rascalized sharpen your axe once in a while yes if you go to mark again in 6:34 says when jesus came out and saw many people he was moved with compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd and he began to teach them many things sheep without a shepherd here's me wanting to punish the people who are not responding to the gospel that's what i want what what god does is another thing yes but here's me wanting to inflict pain punishment all this because they don't listen to god or you don't listen to god or what that's the flesh but what did jesus do is he not moved by the spirit what did jesus do he taught he taught them you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free so jesus asked me are you willing to teach them i'll give you the compassion to but are you willing to teach them i said yes provided you give me the compassion and you change my mind yeah my meaning to rascalize me yes like i said i'm honest with god yes so Jesus' solution was to teach, to inform, to impart knowledge. What did he impart? The word of God, yes? And the truth will set you free, yes? Do you understand? 
So don't be like sheep without a shepherd. In Jeremiah, the Lord is prophesying and also told Jeremiah that he will give us shepherds after his own heart. Do you understand that? If you're in this church, understand what I'm preaching to you is the heart of God. I can confidently say that. I don't have an agenda to speak of. Do you understand? Hebrews 12:28 Therefore, since we are rece- receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. I spoke about Edos and what? Ulabia last week, yes? Do you understand? I was trying to find out what Edos was in Greek. And they said, the Google said, it's AIDS. And the translation was of AIDS. That's not this here. Edos is something else here. Who cares who calls what? To, to understand, this is what reverence and godly fear. But here, it says we are receiving a kingdom. We are receiving a kingdom. That means we haven't received it yet. We are in the process of receiving that kingdom. It's the future. As the serpents had been crushed already, not with the nonsense that's going on in the world, but since we have the authority what comes against us we put down yes we are subset we have the authority and the power yes do you understand and god has shown us what is to come remember a couple of hours ago i i prophesied okay this is what ought not to happen we ought to pray do you understand it's not to instill fear or anything in you or in me or anything like that god said no and if he says that that means we have response we are going to pray and that prayer is going to be effective amen amen so so we are receiving a kingdom yes but we must walk with reverence and godly fear do you understand what i'm saying yes now go to mark 10:34 jesus is saying that about himself he says they will mock him scourge him and spit on him and kill him then after 3 days he will rise if he stopped at killing him even then you could say this is scripture and this is fulfilled yes but he doesn't stop there he says what he will rise that means this death is just a process for Jesus what is the final outcome that he will rise and he is coming again because he is risen there's an empty grave do you believe that or is that foolishness to you if it's foolishness you will not believe that he's coming until he comes and he say oh by the time it may be too late for you Do you understand? 
that is a final outcome the last book of the bible is a book of what revelation of one person jesus christ remember the whole of the old testament spoke about that one person the whole of the new testament spoke about that person who came and now is going to come again and the book of revelation is putting it all together the old testament and the new and saying how he will come what to expect when he comes <clears throat> how will things be when he comes jesus said what wear a watch yes you understand the joke you understand the principle you are supposed to know the season doesn't mean you get all hyper spiritual and correlate everything that is happening in the world to the bible now yeah. <clears throat> like i was saying even the news is biased yes it all depends on who is saying what yes and i was talking about you take the british raj for example winston churchill spoke in a certain way but that is not what the indians who were starving to death had to say at that rank yeah maybe i should make a song yeah in fact if those people got their hands on winston churchill he would not be left alive to understand so what did the news say victory 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 what are those people experience death and more death suffering and poverty do you understand and all of this could have been avoided that's to understand so even the news can be biased what is the final outcome that is there in the bible that's why you should get to your understanding of it not second person or third person even me preaching that is not enough you have to understand that and ask me question so that you convince of the truth if you're not convinced then work search do you do diligence read the bible until you're convinced and maybe i can learn from you i don't know I don't know everything. Do you understand? I'm still a work in progress. But like I said, I'm better than all of you. <laughs> Supposed to laugh, yeah? but do you understand? Yes? But you know what I'm saying, yes? So keep your eyes on Jesus. He's coming soon, yes? Remember, I said the word ransom. Is Elan awake or sleeping, yeah? Is he awake? No. Tell him this. Yes. Go to Mark 10.45. Mark 10.45. I'm using the modern English version, but so I do not know what the King James Version says. This is what the modern MEV says. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yes? Yes. So that word ransom is there. Yes. Here's a problem. We read that. But the Lord wouldn't let me go beyond that word ransom. I was like, what is the thing that I have to learn from this? That's what I've learned, yeah. When the Lord 
stops me. What is ransom? It, a hostage is held for ransom, yes? When the kidnappers seek money, yes? Suppose I kidnap Steve and I say to Minu, I won't give Steve back until you give a treat. What will you say? Good return, sir. <laughs> don't look at me like that eh? and scare me, yeah? I don't want to keep but that, you understand yes the ransom yes yes but here the devil's aim when you take it spiritually is not to extract anything from god especially money yes then why is that that word ransom yes the devil's aim was not to collect a ransom but was to is now currently to inflict pain to god and to humans do you understand that his aim his sole purpose his everything is to inflict pain upon god and who does god love and who was created in the image of god you are in christ yes that is the devil's aim so what is in india ransom because once a ransom is paid then he... what can you do nothing no lake of fire was not made for humans do you understand yes but i'm getting ahead of myself in other words the ransom was not sought for it would alleviate pain and suffering but jesus being sinless died on the cross for us died and his atoning death because the devil thought what i the farmer is sending his son yes he sent all the other messengers before now if he kill his son remember the parable then ah the farm belongs to us so they kill jesus and death went to hold him and said now you are mine then jesus said okay that was like where is sin and that could not find any sin therefore death could not hold on to him and therefore he rose again on the third day but he took as ransom our sin he paid the price for that steve sins which are many as you will agree yes jesus took on the cross yes i'm making fun of you see yeah rabbi don't move away from him yeah Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying, yes? He became the ransom for us, yes? That is redemption. That means he paid the price and he took us from an unwilling enemy. Because what there was a loop call, loophole called what wages of sin the wages of sin is what death 
And what happens if you die without that wage? Are you dead? Will you remain dead? No. Do you understand how logical this is? Yes? The Bible is not spooky. Do you understand? Yes? So he was a ransom for you and me. And therefore, the kidnappers had could say nothing except what does the devil do now? He roars like a lion and seeking whom he may devour. But we have the authority to say what? Shut your mouth. Don't make that noise. That's what I do when people who are being delivered from demons have roar. They make noise. I say, shut up. I don't want to hear this nonsense. Do you understand? Before I didn't do that, my neighbor panicked because they heard all kind of noises. Now I've learned not to make a drama of it. What did Jesus say? Be quiet and come out. Yes. Who, who needs this drama? Yeah. But here's walking in the authority because I've been redeemed. Yes. Not because I'm special. Do you understand? So is atoning death on the cross was a ransom for you and me. That is shouting ground. You have to say hallelujah to that. That is what enables us to look forward to his return. Because when he returns, are you going to be afraid? How can you be afraid of God if you have got nothing to hide? Do you now see the connection? Yes? Yes? So, again in Mark 12, verse 12. This is good news for us. How? You ask? I'll tell you. I'll read this and tell you. Then they tried to seize him. They are the bad guys. Seize him. Him. Who is he? The hero. Yes? Jesus. Yes? Him. But feared the people for they knew he had spoken the parable against them. So they left him and went their way. How is this good news? The devil's weakness is exploited by God to bring fruition that produces a godly outcome. So it doesn't matter what the devil has done with your life. Hand it over to God. Fear is a tormentor. is of the devil. No? They fear the people. Jesus used that. Why? Because had they gotten to him, that would have been a hindrance to him getting on the cross. Yes? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that. As an example, the, the devil may have planned several things, but hand it over to God and God will turn around for you good. Amen? A man once said in as, as part of his speech, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. That is not for a Christian because we got nothing to fear. But the devil has everything to fear. Hallelujah. What do we have to fear? Fear God. Yes? So, this is the problem. Go to Mark 12, 24. 
Jesus answered them, Do you not err because you neither know the scriptures nor the power of God? Yes, let us never be guilty of not knowing the scriptures or not knowing and understanding the power of God. And we will not be. Amen? We have to trust God. He is able to turn things around. Jesus paid the price. He was a ransom for us. To understand, we have to keep looking for His return and not be afraid of Him because He doesn't condemn us. We may fall, but we get up. The righteous falls how many times? Perfectly. Seven times, yeah? He may fall perfectly or divinely or whatever, however you judge the numbers in the Bible to be. I'm not speak I'm not advocating numerology but you understand seven times but he gets up Jesus said you must forgive what 77 times times 77 I don't I calculated this once and I said oh that's a lot huh? but but you you understand what he's saying yes yeah see don't be under condemnation You got to change that mindset. God is not out to get you or me. Understand this, if God wanted you dead, you'd be dead. So don't condemn yourself, yes? Like I said, God sent Jesus Christ, his begotten son, not to make you valuable. God sent Jesus Christ, his begotten son, because you are valuable because you are his kin i spoke about this last week when my step brother died i wanted to make sure he died and was not killed so i showed up where he died and i asked questions to understand then i found out really he died in an accident like it was told yes did you understand this is before i was saved yeah now i don't have to go some place i'll just have to ask her what happened do you understand if my faith allows it won't happen do you understand so it all depends on your faith and your relationship with god but keep your eyes on that that is a key if you don't understand that go through the teaching again that is what kept paul that is what kept barnabas that is what kept the apostles that is what kept the whole team that wrote what we call the new testament and that is a secret that will keep us you and me in the love of god and in the fear of god am i clear let's all stand up hallelujah